You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to Locked On Horn Frogs. We're going to try to do a podcast here. Um, it is Tuesday, February 16th. I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess I could look. I don't really know the breakdown of where my listeners are, but I would imagine a lot of you hail from the great state of Texas and live in Texas, and I know it's a tough time for our state right now. Um, I know there are people across the state that have been dealing with power outages since uh, early Monday morning um, that might be going on, you know, 20 hours of no heat and what is record-breaking cold here. I've never seen it so cold here. I've never seen so much snow on the ground, ice on the ground. Uh, at first it was kind of cool, and now it's uh, sort of scary and unnerving. So um, I, I just I wanted to acknowledge that before I get going. Um, I, I hope that everyone is doing okay. I know it's been a hard uh, week for a lot of people, whether people are concerned about their safety concerned about the safety of their loved ones or just concerned about their house, concerned about pipes freezing. Um, I understand the anxiety that 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 has caused over the past few days. So if you haven't been able to even engage with this lately, I get it. Um, uh, but if you are, I hope that I can maybe take your mind off that a little bit. We have some news in the first segment that is related to the weather so in some ways you can't escape it but uh however you're consuming this today if you are thank you i appreciate you listening to locked on horn frogs i'll have a few kind of news and notes off the top and also some basketball discussion and then in segment two we'll get into uh something that broke out on twitter uh it was either yesterday or today the time kind of blurs together and Normally, I wouldn't even really engage in this because it's just sort of a random topic. But I, I thought, hey, what the heck? You know, it's been a weird week. Let's why don't we talk about it? Uh, and then in segment three, if we have time, I think we'll get into some baseball talk. As hopefully, I mean, it, things are supposed to get above freezing here on Friday, but I know travel is going to be an issue. Um, I would think, especially for the SEC teams that are coming into Arlington, but. Hopefully, uh, this Big 12 SEC tournament showdown that's going to go down this weekend goes off properly and, and doesn't have any setbacks. But first, some news off the top. So I'll try to keep this as succinct as possible. Um, TCU and Texas Tech, the men were supposed to play tonight in Lubbock. That's not going to happen. Um, Tech was having trouble getting to Fort Worth, and TCU said, okay, well, maybe we can go to Lubbock. That's not going to happen either. So that game has been postponed. So no TCU men's basketball game tonight. And then the plan for now is that they're supposed to play on Thursday in Fort Worth. So hopefully that happens. Um, I know there is more bad weather potentially coming on Wednesday night, late Wednesday night into Thursday. Some sleet and ice and snow potentially in the DFW area. So not sure if that's going to happen, if it's going to uh, – be played as scheduled but for now the plan is for tcu and texas tech to play on thursday um and they'll have to make up that tuesday game another time and just sort of a note here i mean we're, we're kind of running out of time to get all these games in and the big 12 has made it clear bob bowlesby has made it clear um some of the teams have already mentioned like they're going to play a big 12 tournament 
Um, that is a, a priority, and I think the main reason it's a priority is because it's money. Even if they can't get fans in the stands, I imagine the TV payout for that game is pretty significant. Uh, they missed most of the games last year. They got through one day of tournament play, TCU and Kansas State. I believe that was the last game that was played. As that game was going on, Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19, uh, and then the sports world shut down for a while. So, um, they, they missed out on, you know, a lot of that revenue last year along with the NCAA tournament. And that seems to be a top priority. So, um, I, I don't know if TC basketball is going to get all 18 games in. I know for instance, Baylor has already said like, Hey, we can't get our full schedule in. It's, there's just not enough time. Um, so not sure if the frogs will be in a, a similar situation, but we'll kind of monitor that as we go. And I'll keep you updated best I can here on Locked on Horn Frogs. Um, also, the TCU women, they were supposed to play Texas on Wednesday, and that game was going to be in Fort Worth. The Texas women uh, went up to Waco to play Baylor on Sunday. Uh, they got that game in, but when they tried to leave, that didn't happen. So um, my understanding is they can't get to Fort Worth, and that's not going to happen either. So TCU and Texas – that game has been postponed. That was supposed to happen on Wednesday night. Lady Frogs will get a little bit of a rest before they get back in action over the weekend. And, of course, they're coming off that loss to Iowa State. Texas over Vic Schaefer, under Vic Schaefer, is having um, a pretty nice season. But uh, TCU not going to be able to play them on Wednesday in that midweek contest because of the weather going on uh, around the state. So that's not happening either. So no midweek games for TCU men's and women's basketball. The plan for now is for those two teams to get back in action over the weekend, and we'll see if that happens as uh, as the weather permits. But, again, sort of start looking and getting in your mind. Um, TCU men especially – probably aren't going to get 18 games in during the regular season. It just doesn't seem feasible at this point, given the schedule restraints that the league has and the amount of time that they have to get in and given the fact that they want to play a Big 12 tournament game. And you hope that the men and women, I mean, both teams are improving. I think the, the ladies, even though they've lost to Iowa State, they played a, a really competitive game against the Clones, a much more competitive game than they did earlier in the season. The TCU men uh, hung around with Texas you know, that was a frustrating loss. Uh, they've obviously – they beat Oklahoma State. They, they beat Iowa State. They're kind of a nice little groove right now as they inch towards the uh, the end of the season. So that is your TCU basketball update. Unfortunately, can't uh, talk much about the games because the games are not going to happen. But that's sort of where we are with the Frogs men's and women's teams going into this week. When we come back, I, I want to talk about a topic that I saw on Twitter today. And it kind of got my, my mind stirred up, so I want to let it out here and sort of see what our audience thinks. That's coming up next on Locked on Horn Frogs. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, but it's also a big uh, you know corporation that gets auto parts to people all around the country. And if you're like me and you don't know much about vehicles and you struggle with, you know, am I getting the right part? Is this the right make and model, et cetera? Rock Auto is great because they allow you to compare manufacturers. They allow you to compare um, prices. It's, you know, the service that professionals use, like mechanics. It's great for do-it-yourselfers. If you're a weekend warrior that likes to work on cars, this is a good service for you. Or if you're somebody like me, rockauto.com. They have a uh, where did you hear about us section when you go to their website. And when you see that, click Locked On, Locked On Podcast Network, so that they know that we sent you there and that these ads are working. 
Rock Auto, whether it's a big part, a small part, or in between, they're the best place to go. Uh, One-stop shop to get everything you need for your car. Reliably low prices. All the all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Back on Locked On Horn Frogs, segment number two. Uh, if you heard some background noise in that first segment, my apologies. Recently got a new dog. We got a puppy um, named Blue here. And, yeah, if you think, hey, what's the smartest thing for you to do if you already live in a house with two toddlers, I wouldn't say getting a puppy is the smartest thing to do, but it's certainly a decision that we made and kind of thought the kids would be at a place where maybe they could help out more with the dog. Not really there yet. So anyway, that's just kind of a window (laughs) into my life right now. Dog was down here chewing on computer cords, kind of making a ruckus. So if you heard that in the first segment, my bad, uh, I have him locked up in his, in his little uh, kennel right now. Um, inside, of course, you know, don't, don't call animal control on me or anything, but let's talk some TCU athletics and, and get back on track here. And I mentioned that there was a topic that got going on Twitter today that kind of caught my attention. Um, so I see Gus Malzahn has been hired at central Florida UCF. He's the new head coach there. Josh Heupel, um, just left and took the job at Tennessee. So uh, Gus Malzahn steps in after getting fired from Auburn and takes over that Golden Knights program. Obviously very successful, has been good for a long time, the Golden Knights, that is, and Gus Malzahn comes in with a good track record. So during the course of this hire, someone mentions on Twitter, and his his name on Twitter is Prop Joe Says, and I believe he is, or I know, I don't believe, I know he is an Aggie fan, but just so you know who this guy is, he's a, he's a big-time Aggie fan. Um, and, and talks about the Aggies all the time. He writes for their SB Nation site occasionally. It's called Good Bull Hunting, that, that SB Nation site that he writes for. And he says he wonders what Gus's next job is because one of the unfortunate things about being a coach at a group of five school or just being a group of five school is that everyone just assumes that your coach, if they're good, is – headed somewhere else you know they're immediately looking for the next opportunity and he mentions that the more interesting thing about this hire is not so much what he does at UCF because UCF has sort of established itself as a uh, good program I mean a really good group of five program obviously and a great springboard to get another job it's what Scott Frost did it's what Josh Heupel did it sort of become what Houston was for a little while um, with Tom Herman and Major Applewhite and so on. So, well, Major got fired, so that's not a good example. My bad. Anyway, nonetheless, um, UCF has become that, that job that you take and you do well and then you use it to get to the next place. Memphis is probably a better example with Justin Fuente and, and Mike Norvell. And he said when he was thinking about what Gus's next job would be, for whatever reason, he didn't really give a, a big scientific reason for this. It just kind of was a gut thing. He felt like TCU made a lot of sense. <laughs> and that's its own separate deal that we'll kind of establish here or address here. But Ian Boyd, who covers Texas for Inside Texas, responded to this and said, is TCU a better job than UCF? Which... <laughs> I, I try not to be a homer. Like, I really do. I I am a TCU alum. I'm a TCU fan. I make no bones about it on this podcast. Like, that's part of who I am. This is really the only team or program that I still get emotional about. Like, I'm a Cowboys fan. 
but I'm just sort of resigned to the disappointment from them. You know, I'm a, I'm a Rangers and Mavericks fan, and I care about how they do, but it doesn't ruin my day if they lose. You know, TCU loses a football game, and that's, that's kind of a blow to my day. I, I still have an emotional investment there that I really don't with, with a lot of my other teams that I loved growing up. So, point being, I try to stay, I try my best to stay fairly unbiased. And I actually think I look at things a little more negatively than most people, just because I sort of, whether voluntarily or involuntarily, kind of overcompensate for, you know, the fact that I understand, I root for this team, I cheer for this team, and I have an attachment to them. UCF's in Florida, which is an outstanding recruiting base, uh, Florida State struggling, which I'm sure helps, but Florida's really good under Dan Mullen. You have a bunch of other Florida schools that you're competing against for recruits. It is a very successful program over the past six or seven years, maybe a little shorter than that. All that being said, TCU is in the Big 12, and even though the Big 12 along with the Pac-12, might feel like sort of the leftover Power 5 conference. It's still a Power 5 conference. Also, TCU's in the Metroplex. It's in Texas. And I know Florida is a recruiting hotbed, but there is nothing like Texas high school football. I mean, I'm not an elitist about a lot of things from this great state, but I am an elitist about the high school football programs and the talent that we put out. Second to none. And yes, you're competing against a lot of schools. And those state schools like Texas and Texas A&M, they have major advantages. But you're still right there in one of the best places to get talent in the country. And UCF has knocked on the door of the playoff. And if you were asking me, like, what is the group of five school that is most likely going to make a playoff appearance? I think UCF would be right up there. They might be number one. I mean, they 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 were close that year that they went undefeated. But you know what? They went undefeated. They beat Auburn, and I believe that was a Peach Bowl. And they still weren't really, in the grand scheme of things, that close. Like, the college football playoff has made it clear. There is no way you're getting in, at least as of now, with the four-team format if you're not in a Power 5 conference. And I know that is not the end-all, be-all. Like, the college, one of the great things about college football, I think, is that the playoff is very important. But you can still be really invested in a team and a school that you kind of know doesn't have, you know, top-notch national title hopes. I'm running a little long here in this segment, so let's carry this over to the next one. I want to talk about that, and if we have some time, we'll get to baseball. We have some more time in the week to do that, so I'm not as worried about getting to baseball, but I would like to if we can. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, NFL season in NCAA football, it's over. And you might think, well, man, that's got to be a big blow to the sports books. Well, betonline.ag has a great selection of NBA games, NHL games. They also have all the great sports news that you need, or just all the sports news that you need in general. It's a, it's a place where you make money. It's a place where you can go and get a 50% welcome bonus. That's a really nice feature that they have. If you're kind of uneasy about dipping your toes in the gambling world, 
they give you a little bit of a head start with that welcome bonus. If you use the promo code Locked On and Lee Sterling, who runs BetOnline.ag, he is really sharp, man. I mean, he he knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to this. He will lead you in the right direction. BetOnline.ag, go there today for all your sports book needs. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. All right, before we wrap things up here on Lockdown Horn Frogs, <clears throat> let's finish this discussion. So, yeah, I mean, my point being. Has UCF been close a few times? Sure, they have. But still, there is something to being in the Big 12. And I know there's there's some people there, – for instance, Q, I do the show with a guy named Q every day, and I love Q. I think he's great. But he is convinced that the Big 12 conference, there are only two teams that actually have a chance to make the playoff. It's Texas and Oklahoma. And I understand why he thinks that. Blue Bloods have gotten the benefit of the doubt in a way that smaller schools have not. But I still believe if you go undefeated in a Power 5 conference, there is no way they will leave you out. So I think there's a path there. If you go undefeated in the American, they'll still leave you out. But aside from that, I mean, like, aside from just the the playoff discussion, does TCU have this long amazing history of being a great football program. No, there are definitely some peaks and valleys there. And there's a a long period of time where there wasn't much to write home about. But under Gary Patterson, now lately has it been as consistent as we'd like it to be? No. But the past 20 years, they have at the very least been what you would constitute as a tough out. You know, the type of team that even if they're having a bad season, you're going to go in there and get whipped you know, get like they're going to be physical with you. They're going to make you feel it. It's going to be a hard, grinded out type of game. And at their peak, they have been a team that's won a Rose Bowl, that's won a Peach Bowl, that's knocked on the door of the playoffs, that's flirted with Big 12 title contention. And UCF, I mean, the George O'Leary years were a wasteland. They have basically just been recently very good. And I think there is proof, you know, they've, they've carried it over with a couple coaching staffs now, and Gus Malzahn's a good coach. But TCU, even with, even with being a school that doesn't have this amazing history in football, there's still leaps and bounds ahead of UCF. So I just think it's an absurd question to begin with. As far as Gus Malzahn and Gary Patterson go, or Gus Malzahn replacing Gary Patterson, I don't really have any feel for that. I mean, Gus doesn't have connections here. TCU to me, and, and is this right or wrong? I go back and forth on it. I, I lean towards no. I, I don't think it's best for the future of the program. I think TCU is going to be very interested and differential to what Gary thinks about the new head coach. Like, if and when it becomes time for Gary to move on. Gary's going to have a big impact on who they hire next. And I don't really think he has any ties to Gus. So that would be a weird fit to me. But that, So that was just sort of a, an outline thing. But the discussion about TCU and UCF as a job, like what's the better job, to me that's absurd. It's TCU. And I'll stand by that. That'll do it for Locked on Horn Frogs today. Again, thank you for listening. I hope you stay safe. If you lost power, I'm very sorry. I wish I could help you more. Uh, but maybe this gave you a chance to unwind for a little bit. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Don't forget Locked on Horn Frogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.